Well, good morning. It's Monday morning. I'm Bob McAvoy. And this is our new news and prayer update. A very brief look at the news as it affects the church with some suggestions for prayer. Now, I hope to do this once a week on Mondays as time permits. So do keep an eye on your podcast app or on the social media platforms for links to the weekly episode. Okay, let's begin with the Northern Ireland Assembly. The psalmist in Psalm 22, verse 16, speaks of those who crucified the Messiah, the Lord Jesus, as being the assembly of the wicked. And surely there's no better illustration of an assembly of wickedness than the one that sits on the hill at Stormont. On Wednesday, the 2nd of March, the Stormont Assembly passed at consideration stage a bill that will criminalise anyone who offers help and support to pregnant mothers outside abortion clinics. A burden that is placed upon the Christian in Proverbs 24 and 11, where we are commanded to rescue those who are being taken away to death, to hold back those who are stumbling to the slaughter. Even praying outside such a centre of wickedness is now going to be outlawed. Yet in the months leading up to the debate on this issue, the Committee for Health repeatedly denied any opportunity for Christian influence on their committee members, for Christian clergy or leaders or workers to share their experience with committee members. The Precious Life organisation tweeted, out of 6,412 individual public submissions made, just 13 were in favour of criminalisation. And yet the Assembly didn't pay heed to any of those voices. And sadly, one of our local parties, the Ulster Unionist Party, repeatedly ignored calls to meet with Christian leaders. Several members of the Assembly who claim to be Christians actually even voted in favour of this bill. So please pray for the Northern Ireland Assembly. Pray that the rising tide of liberalism and wickedness within it will be stemmed. Pray that MLAs will understand that they will one day answer to God for the decisions that they have made. Pray for Christian politicians, for there are Christian politicians in there, and pray that they will be strengthened by God to remain faithful and to obey God rather than men. Pray that when the abortion services, safe spaces bill reaches its final reading just before the assembly rises for the May elections, pray that it will fail to be passed. Well, our second news and prayer item today comes from the Christian Institute, who want us to know what is currently being plotted for us in Westminster. And the UK government is planning tougher regulation of the internet through its euphemistically titled Online Safety Bill, which will be published this month. Now, there will be many helpful and beneficial parts of that legislation. For example, it will force online porn sites to block access to children, and big tech companies will have to act swiftly to remove illegal content, and that's all well and good. But scratch the surface of the bill, and you'll find in its small print some very alarming detail. Ministers, for example, want to restrict legal content which they deem harmful. The question is, what do they mean by harmful? Who decides? Well, a politician does, the Minister of State. And Ofcom and 
the tech companies themselves, um, none of whom can be trusted to protect Christian interests and to forbid the censorship of the gospel. The vague term harmful is so elastic that it could include almost anything that the liberal media don't want you to read. So biblical mainstream beliefs, beliefs about marriage or gender or medical ethics or parenting or homosexuality may all well be deemed to be harmful in the opinion of the woke brigade in the media or the disconnected metropolitan elites who inhabit the government benches. Please pray that freedom for the gospel will continue to be protected. Pray for all those in the Christian church who stand up and speak out on this important issue. Pray for the Christian Institute as they do important legal work. And over to Ukraine. Thank you to everyone who responded to the Ukraine appeal last week for refugees fleeing out of Ukraine and into Romania. Last Thursday, Sherdy Muir of Tel Romania wrote, It is snowing at the borders and thousands stand freezing. They're forming queues of over 40 kilometres long. Thousands are crossing the border on foot. Elderly, terminally ill, vulnerable, pregnant ladies are among those who wait. She writes this morning, We purchased thousands of gloves and socks to keep hands and feet warm. Now what a practical way to help. What a practical way to show the love of Christ to those people who are waiting in the cold at that border. Please continue to pray for the ordinary people of Ukraine and Russia. Pray for peace. Pray for the evangelical churches in Ukraine who will suffer greatly under a Russian regime led by Vladimir Putin. Now before we close, I'm going to insert a plug. If you're free this Friday evening, the 18th of March, just don't sit at home and watch mindless, pointless TV programmes. That's a waste of time. Come and join me at Temple Patrick Reformed Church, Carnaby Road, BT36OBZ, for the monthly special meeting there. I'll be speaking on one of the underlying worldviews that drives policy in some of the most controversial issues of today. Abortion, euthanasia, climate change, maybe even COVID. Now, there's no worship at this meeting. It's just an address, some questions, some comments from the audience, and a good cup of tea afterwards. Come along and join in. And of course, if you're free on the Lord's Day morning, do come along to Ballymacashan, where we meet for worship at 11.30am, and that's at 78 St. Field Road, Calinche, County Down. Finally, before we go, some devotional thoughts from J.R. Miller on gracegems.org. I really recommend Grace Gems. Um, there's some fantastic stuff on there. So J.R. Miller takes as his text James 5 and verse 16. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And on Grace Gems, we can read this. The power of prayer never can be fully understood on the earth. What wonders it has wrought cannot even be imagined. What lost souls prayer has saved, leading them as by an invisible hand to the cross. What wanderers prayer has reclaimed, turning them from paths of sin and shame into ways of holiness. 
what fainting one's prayer has cheered and borne up in hours of weakness and danger, as in quiet closets words of love have pleaded. What tempted one's prayer has delivered from the hands of the destroyer and made strong for victory and noble service. Only heaven's great final revealing can make known all the wonders wrought in this world by prayer. So listen, don't give up. Don't be discouraged. Let's keep watching, let's keep praying, let's keep believing in our sovereign Lord who overrules everything in the universe. <laughs>